my god, hi. I can't believe you came back. <laughs> so happy that you're here. Welcome to Focus for Fuck's Sake. My name's Cherish. Today I thought I would talk a little bit about finding your why and what that means and why you have to do it. There's a little thing about having a successful business where you have to be able to sell. I'm sorry. I know a lot of us are introverts. Um, that's okay. We can still do it. Um, I know a lot of us have a really hard time talking about ourselves in a positive way. That's okay. We can learn how to do it. If you're going to be selling anything, you need to be able to tell your audience and your potential clients why you're doing what you're doing, why you love it, and why they should choose you over anyone else. You got to know what makes you different. You got to have something that makes you different. And you got to have the kind of fiery passion that they're not seeing from anyone else. The thing about photography is there are a lot of photographers in this world. Probably a lot of photographers in your town. There are probably a lot of photographers in your town that take good pictures. You're all probably using similar equipment, following similar inspiration, editing with the same presets that somebody else has. So what makes you different? You got to have an answer for that. And you got to have it in the front of your brain so that you know what makes you different. You know what makes you stand out and you're confident about that. So personally, for me, the thing that makes me stand out in this market is that one, I provide a more luxury product, which means my clients get styled by me. My clients uh, can choose from a client closet that I have for their photos. They get, you know, hand edited images that look different than anyone else's. They don't look like everyone else's pictures. And beyond that, I treat my clients like they are the most important thing in the whole entire world. And they feel like they are. And I treat their photo session as if it's the most important thing that is happening <laughs> in my life. Because it is important to me. I am passionate about it. If you've been listening to this podcast, you already really know my why. It's I almost died. I was living a miserable life and I realized one day that I can't. I can't do that anymore. Life is way too short. I gotta do what I love. That combined with the fact that I'm so afraid of forgetting things combined with my like desperate need to want to document everything that I can for everyone that I can to give them this gift of something that will last forever, that will last beyond their years. Like that thing that we get to give them is so fucking important. And I take my time with it and I treat it like it's a family heirloom that's going to last a million years because it truly is. It's very important. The other thing that makes me different is that I do video. A lot of photographers don't do video, especially for family sessions or newborn sessions or things like that. Um, 
And I do, and I can do it both at the same time it, with the same the equipment that I already have. And people like that. They won't have to pay extra for another videographer. And um, it's surprisingly cheap, but it still is a profit for me. And it's super fun. And again, lasts forever. Not everyone is going to have the same why, obviously. A lot of times your why is that you wanted to learn how to document your own family. You wanted to learn how to take beautiful pictures of your own babies. And then once you realized how much you loved it, you wanted to be able to share that gift with everyone that you could so that they could have beautiful images of their own families. It could be that you lost someone really important in your life and you realized that the photos of them were the last thing that you had left and you decided to be able, that you wanted to be able to give that to other people. Whatever it is, you got to figure out what your why is and be able to explain it to people. Put it on your about me page. Um, be ready to say it in a client consultation. Be ready to sell yourself. And you can practice it without it sounding rehearsed. But be ready because you've got a lot of fucking competition out there and they're ready to sell themselves. So you got to step it up whether you want to or not. It's tough. I know. We can do it. So I'm assuming by the time that you are figuring out your why that you've maybe already figured out your niche. Niche, niche, whatever you want to call it. I'm probably going to say niche, I think. I don't know. I don't like either of them, but I'm just going to say one of them. You may have already found it. You may not have. Every single business coach, marketer, professional is going to tell you, you need a niche. You need a specific one. You need to um, have just one very particular thing that you are just the best at so that you can really push it and push it easily and have it all go to the right people and blah, 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 blah. If you're a wedding photographer or an elopement photographer, a family photographer, maternity photographer, newborn photographer, they say you cannot do them all. You have to pick one. You have to stick to it and you have to decide what your target audience is within that niche uh, to advertise to them. That is probably how you make good money. <laughs> I'm not going to deny that. And I'm not going to say that my way is better because I'm sure that it's not. However, if you have the kind of ADHD that I have, I cannot fucking stand to do the same thing over and over again. I hate it. I hate routine. It's such a bummer because a routine would be so beneficial for my life. I can't do it. My brain wants to rebel against it as hard as I fucking can. I don't want to do it. I, um, I gotta have variety and I gotta have a lot of it. I don't want to do just weddings all the time. Are you kidding me? I would get so sick of it. I don't want to get sick of it. They're really fun for me. And it's because I only do a few a year. If I did families all the time, I would, even in mini session, I've, I've found myself, you know, repeating the same prompts or, you know, the same, and I don't like doing that either. I want every family to be unique. I want to have time to tell their story and do the best job that I can to make 
a piece of art for that particular person that doesn't look like everything else. I call myself a forever photographer. And what that means to me is that you find me and meet me when you get engaged. And then we do your engagement session and then we become best friends. Then I go to your wedding. We're already best friends. So we have the best time with me as your wedding photographer. Then, you know, after your wedding, maybe at some point you start a family and then you need someone to do your maternity photos. You need someone to do your newborn photos. You need someone to do your family photos once a year, once every few years for the rest of your fucking lives. And I can be all of those people for my clients. I can meet them, fall in love with them and not have that be the end of our relationship. We can continue to work together for as long as we want because I can do all of those things and I'm confident in them. I'm comfortable in them. It's not weird for me to do a newborn session. It's not weird for me to do a wedding. I could do either one at the drop of a hat. No prob. Because I'm a jack of all trades. I'm not the number one wedding photographer in Washington state. I'm not the number one, you know, newborn photographer. That's okay with me because the way that I do it, I love these people. I love my clients. They refer me to their really cool friends. I love them, love their friends. And my business is, is smooth and easy. And I work with just the best people who I love. And I've made so many friends through my photography business. It's insane. And these people respect my art. They respect my opinion. They wear what I want them to wear. And they show up ready to do whatever I need them to do. There's no sending me, you know, ideas that they found on Pinterest. There's no showing up in hot pink. There's no arguing with me about how we need to do a selective color photo in the edits or how we need to re-edit their whole gallery because they don't look skinny enough or something like that. These people trust my every judgment. They trust everything that I am going to do and they just leave it all up to me and they love every bit of it. And they're willing to spend good money for it because they know that I know what I'm doing. So I don't have a niche. Um, unpopular opinion. I like it that way. It's pretty great. The other really cool benefit about not having a niche is that you can pivot whenever you want. Let's say that maybe I suddenly am repulsed by newborns and I don't want to do newborn photography anymore. Cool. I will just do weddings and families and whatever. I don't have to do that anymore. If I suddenly see there's a huge, huge uptake in really cool, fun weddings and people are spending more money on weddings than they ever have before and all this, like, cool, then I, I can go for weddings. I can really just pick and choose whatever I want. Then when things happen, like COVID in 2020, when no one was allowed to have weddings, I was able to still survive by doing family sessions and newborn sessions and things that were more intimate and quiet when all of my weddings had to be canceled. 
wedding photographers were fucked. And yeah, I was a little fucked. <laughs> you guys, I am a positive thinker. I try as hard as I can. I spent my first 20, I don't know, something years of my life always just planning for the worst and being a negative Nancy. And now I just, I always try to see everything that I can from the bright side because we can only control so much. We might as well just try to enjoy it. I had decided in January of 2020 that it was my fucking year. This was my year. I was going to make so much money. I was going to do so much stuff. I took my fucking family to Disney World. Spent that money because in January of 2020. Because I was like, it's cool. I'm going to make so much fucking money this year. It's going to be nuts. February of 2020, my my car basically exploded. And I got a new one that was, uh, you know, five, six times the price of of the one that I already had. And I was like, it's cool. I don't give a shit. I'm going to make so much fucking money this year. Then I got um, published in a local wedding magazine. First time I've ever been published. Freaking out. Uh, so excited. And then, um, then COVID happens. I can't work. I'm not allowed to do anything. I've got this brand new hefty car payment. And all my weddings were canceled or postponed. And no one was even going out to the store when that, oh God, when that wedding magazine was published, it was absolutely the worst time. It was like right at the beginning of COVID when no one was allowed to even leave their home really. So nobody bought it. Probably nobody saw it. I got one. I got a copy. But that was the only time I was ever published. Yeah. You know, Shit happens. And if I would have only been a wedding photographer, I don't know how I would have gotten through 2020. Uh, I sold a lot of gift certificates for future sessions to families, which I wouldn't have been able to do if I was just a wedding photographer. So I love not having a niche. Um, Like I said, unpopular opinion. You want, for the most part, people to be able to look for something specific and find you. I understand that. I'm just not going to do it. If you're a nerd for film and that disposable camera look, take a look at paper shoot camera. I got one and I love it so much. It feels like a film camera because The images look like film and you can't see them on the back of the camera until later when you plug it into your computer. But it's not film, so you can take as many pictures as you want since it's just shooting onto an SD card. It's the greatest little invention ever. It's tiny and light. I bring it everywhere I go and the images really feel like disposable camera film images. But I can still just print the ones that I want to keep. Film is expensive. Try a paper shoot camera and use code CHERISHHARPER10 and get 10% off of anything that you buy. It's paper shoot camera and use code CHERISHHARPER10. Get it. You won't regret it.
If you're anything like me, your brain is a wild scatter brain. <laughs> if you're anything like me, your brain is a wild tornado hurling thoughts, ideas, uh, music, um, all sorts of shit at you at all times. And keeping track of your clients can get really tough. If you are struggling to keep that spreadsheet alive, just stop and give Dubsado a try. There are a million different CRMs out there, but Dubsado is the one that I personally use and personally love. But my God, once you get it all set up, it just flows seamlessly. Your client does one thing and then it triggers the next thing and then it triggers the next thing and then triggers the next thing and everything just goes to them like it's supposed to, comes to you like it's supposed to, gets scheduled like it's supposed to, and you don't even have to think about it. Debsado lets you try three clients for free. It's not a matter of time. You can manage three clients in there for free. Um, after that, use code Cherish Harper. That's Cherish, just like the word, and Harper, just like uh, the word. You'll get 20% off either your first month or your first year, whatever you sign up for. That's code Cherish Harper for Dubsado for 20% off. Go get it. So I realized while editing this, I just went off on a whole niche talk that I didn't even need to talk about. We just, I need to come back to your why. But you know what, you guys, this is a podcast by someone with ADHD. I think I've made that pretty clear. I'm going to jump around a little bit. You guys don't mind, right? They're kind of related. But back to finding your why. <laughs> your why should not only be a marketing tool. It's not just so that you can tell people. It's also super important that you have a why for yourself, for your own drive and motivation, because it gets hard, you guys. There are times when it feels like the whole world is crumbling around you. Um, there's times where you're going to have maybe unhappy customers. There's times where things just aren't working right. And if you don't have that why established, why am I even doing this? If you don't have an answer for that, even for yourself, you're going to quit. And you know, if it's not something that you love hard enough to keep going, even when you want to quit, then find, find the thing that is that for you. Because if I if I didn't have the why that I had now, I would have quit a million times over and just worked for someone. It's so much easier. It truly is. If you could just go to a job every day for a certain set of hours and then go home and be done and you don't have to think about it, it's a lot easier. It is. But we're not doing this because it's easy, right? If you're trying to become a photographer because you think that it will be easy... I'm telling you right now, take a different path. It's not easy. I'll talk about that in another episode. But right now, I want to give you a few tips to help you find your why. If you don't know it yet, 
take the time to do this right now because it should be a priority. This should be the basis of your business and you should be able to shout from the rooftops why you're doing what you're doing. Because I'm telling you, nobody cares unless they know why. So the things that I've used to try to narrow these things down is like thinking about when did this become a passion for you? What was going on in your life? What were you thinking about? What path were you going down? And what about this? I'm just going to use photography. What about photography stopped you in your tracks and said, this is the thing for you? Write it down. What draws you to this art over everything else? What interests you in it? What excites you about it? What emotions does doing this thing for other people bring up in you? How can your talent, skill, and what you have to give bring joy to other people? Think about what's the most accomplished you've ever felt. The best, like, I fucking did it feeling you've ever had in your life. When was that? What were you doing? What made you feel that way? Now take these things, look them over, and then bring them up with a friend or family member who knows you really well and loves you a lot and supports you and thinks you're awesome. And together, figure out your why. And the reason you want to involve another person is sometimes, especially when we're early on in this, we don't necessarily know and we want to be something, we want to feel something, but we're not sure. And sometimes that outside perspective can really help you say like, no, I totally see you light up when you do this or like, you're so amazingly great at talking to people and you don't even know. So having that outside perspective can really help you kind of formulate your why. Once you've got your why figured out, start posting about it, talk about it, share it, tell everybody about it, get out of your comfort zone, stop sharing just your work and start sharing about you. I know it's the worst. I hate it so much every single time, but it's how people connect with you. They don't know who you are. If you're just showing your work, they have no clue. And it's yes, your work is important. Yes. We all love your work, but if that's all you're giving them, who cares? Think about the people that you follow on social media. You know what their faces look like? Do you get excited when you see their faces? Because you know they're going to give you something important or special or uplifting or something that you can relate to. And when you're doing this, just be yourself. Just be yourself. 100%. Because you do not want clients that don't want your genuine self. That's not fun. That's not fun to work with. I have to have clients that know I'm going to say fuck a lot. 
I'm going to probably have to squat and take a pee in the woods when we're there. Um, I might make fart jokes to make kids laugh. Like, I need clients that understand that shit because I don't... It's not going to be fun, (laughs) you know? You have to show your personality in order to draw people that have the same personality or love your personality to come work with you. And I'm telling you, those are the people you want to work with. You don't want to waste your time trying to be anything that you're not. If you love weed, talk about how much you love weed. If you... um, have a cat talk about how much you love your cat show your little kitty face like be just a little bit vulnerable I promise it gets easier and easier as you go and one last thing as I'm hearing these words come out of my mouth I am realizing that I don't ever talk about my why in on my social medias or anywhere in my business really I think I mentioned it on my website but really in passing. I've only really talked about it on this podcast. My clients aren't going to listen to this podcast. So I think it's time for me to share my why with my clients again. Um, And you can do that again and again, because you're always going to have new people following you, new people that are interested in your story and people that want to get to know you and who you really are and why you do this. So find your why Find your niche or don't. I don't care. But just do the best that you can do. And just try to focus for fuck's sake, okay? Come join my Facebook group. Buy some stuff from my Etsy shop. And, you know, like, follow, subscribe. Please tell all of your friends. And, um, let's try to get our shit together together, okay? I love you. Um, bye.